This is the Kitzer of Sicha Beis of Parshas Emoir and Chelik Yitzayim, page 248. The Rabbi here speaks about the Rashi on the Isser of Chodosh, where the Torah says, V'lechem koli v'karmel e'seichlo adavayacham eskarben goymer, and then the Pasuk says, B'chol moishvei seichem, in all your dwellings. So Rashi explains, B'chol moishvei seichem, nechlu g'boi chachmi Yisrael, there's an argument amongst the Chachomim. Some say that means literally in all your dwellings. So from here we see that it's even a chutz Others say, From here we learn, means when you fully settle the land. It's only in Eretz Yisrael, but only after they inherited the land and fully settled the land. So the question here is, why is Rashi bothering to explain the word Bechol Meishvesechem? Isn't it self-understood? And it's brought before by other mitzvahs, and there Rashi doesn't say anything. So the answer is, based on what Rashi tells us before already in Parshish Tzav, that when it comes to a mitzvah, which is a choyves agof, it's an obligation relating to the person, and it's not a choyves karka, it doesn't relate to the land, then that's a mitzvah that's in all your dwellings, even a chutz lodetz. But when it's a mitzvah which is a choyves karka, so then that's a mitzvah that's only in Eretz Yisrael. That's the rule that Rashi says before regarding the mitzvah of Dam. So over here, this mitzvah of Chodosh, the Isr of Chodosh, is a Isr connected to the land. It's the Reishis Kitzirchem, the beginning of your harvest. So it should be a mitzvah that's only in Eretz Yisrael, not in all your dwellings, even in Chutzlaretz. So therefore Rashi comes to explain what Bechol Meshvesechim here means. And Rashi says that that's precisely what the Torah is saying, that although usually the mitzvah that's connected to the land is Nayag only in Eretz Yisrael, but over here, Bechol Meshvesechim could mean literally in all your dwellings, even in Chutz Laris, because this is a mitzvah that is Nayag all over. That's why Rashi has to explain it this way. But the question, if so, is, so why does Rashi have to bring a second shot? That Bechol Meshvesechim means after you fully conquer and settle the land. If the meaning of Bechol Meshvesechem literally is in all of your dwellings, so then that's the pshat. So Rashi should be satisfied with the first pshat. And the question is even stronger because there's a klal that the Rebbe establishes in many sikhs that whenever Rashi brings, before he brings two pshatim, Nechleku Bechach Mitzral, he gives you that introduction that there's going to be two pshatim here. Why does Rashi do that? Because usually when Rashi brings two pshatim, the first pshat is stronger, is better in the pshat of the Pasi. But when he brings two pshatim that are equal, and it's impossible to write them together, so Rashi gives you the introduction that there's an argument, there are two approaches, meaning both approaches are equal, and then Rashi tells you both pshatim. So over here, the two pshatim of B'chol Meshveseichem and the pshat of the Pasik are considered to be equal, as far as they're fitting into the pshat and the Pasik. But the question though is, isn't it obvious that the first pshat, B'chol Meshveseichem, is the meaning, the translation of the words? Even if it's true that there's a certain difficulty with this pshat, because it comes out that we have a mitzvah, that's a chayvas karka, and it's noyeg even b'chutz laretz, but yet in the pshat of the word, b'chom ha'shvesechem, is a better pshat. And the second pshat, that b'chom ha'shvesechem, means after you fully settle the land, that's not the simple pshat of b'chom ha'shvesechem. So why is Rashi not only bringing the second pshat, but he actually considers it to be equal to the first pshat? So the explanation of this is understood based on what Rashi says earlier in this parsha regarding the Isra to be Mesaris, a Behema and Chaya, and the title there writes the word Uva'artzachem, which would mean that it's only in Eretz Yisrael, but Rashi immediately clarifies that when it says Ba'artzachem, Lerabais Kolashe Ba'artzachem, it means any kind of animal in your land. Not literally that the mitzvah only applies in Eretz Yisrael. And Rashi explains, She'i Evshalayim Alein Etzabu Ala Sirus Ala Ba'aretz, Sharei Sirus Chayvas 
You can't say that this is a mitzvah only in Eretz Yisrael because it's not related to the land. It's a mitzvah that lies on a person. And any mitzvah that's a chayvah saguf is also a chutz laretz. So therefore Rashi changes the simple pshat of, of, of Ba'ar Tzachem. What I see over here is that this rule regarding a chayvah saguf, that it's relevant, even a chutz laretz, is so strong that Rashi simply goes along and without saying that it's a drash, changes the pshat of the Pasuk and says that Ba'ar Tzachem is saying that it comes to add all the animals, not like the simple pshat of the words. If so, we understand that the same thing applies to the second half of this cloud, that any mitzvah which is a chayvah's karka is noyig only in Eretz Yisrael. That that's a very strong rule, uh, enough so that even if the Torah writes an expression where it's mashma, that it's even a chutzlaretz, we're going to change the pshat in order to fit with this rule. So therefore, we hear when the Torah writes, B'chol regarding the Yisr of Chodesh, which is an Yisr that's connected to the produce of the land. So even though B'chol Meish is mashma, that it's also in Chutz that's all your dwellings. However, Rashi bends the words and brings the other pshat that says that no, B'chol Meish is coming to say when you fully settle the land. In order for it to fit with the cloud, that Achayvus Karka is only in Eretz Yisrael. However, Rashi brings both pshatim. And the reason why he brings both pshatim, and he actually quotes them both as being equally sufficient for the pshat of the Pasik is because you see that in both pshatim you have a similar question, a similar problem with both pshatim. They, both pshatim is an interpretation, which is a yaitzim and a klal, it's an exception of the usual rule in other places. According to the first pshat, b'chol which means in all your dwellings, it comes out that this is a mitzvah, which is a chayvah's karka, and yachayv all over, an exception of all chayvah's karka, which is only in Eretz Yisrael. According to the second pshat, that b'chol means after you settle the entire land, so it's different than what b'chol always means. It always means in all of your dwellings. So therefore, both pshatim are equal in that sense. They're both an exception of the usual, whether translation or the usual context of the mitzvah. So they're equal. However, if so, why is it that these two opinions choose the pshat that they say in the Pasik? If as far as the pshat, there's no advantage of one over the other. So Rashi hints by telling us, that the chachme Yisrael that evaluate and look at the content of the mitzvah and what this carbon is about, and they understand the feelings and the character of a yid, so they evaluated how we should interpret the Pasik here. The point of the mitzvah of Oimer, the carbon Oimer, is to remind and evoke in a yid the feeling that the reishis of the produce that grows in his land belongs to the Eibishter. Like all carbonists that are supposed to bring a certain feeling and a certain recognition, the main thing is the kavan of the carbon. So the same thing is with the mitzvah of the Isra of Chadash and the mitzvah of this carbon to bring the first for the Eibishter, that the reishis belongs to Hashem. Now the question is, if this is a mitzvah that only applies to the Yidin in Eretz Yisrael, Pasuk says that the, the carbon Oimer could only be brought from the Ketzirah of Eretz Yisrael. So how do we include and bring Yidin of Chutzlah that's into this recognition, into this feeling that everything belongs to Hashem? So here are the two ways that the Chachm Yisrael evaluated how to include Yidin in Chutzlah. The first approach is that even if you can't bring from their harvest the carbon, but if you place the Isra upon them, that they have to wait to eat from their produce until the carbon is brought in Eretz Yisrael, this will remind them that for the fact that first you have to wait for the carbon, that everything belongs to Hashem. The second approach is that no, on the contrary, by not including them in the Yisr, 
And by not bringing the carbon from their produce, what they'll realize is not that they're exempt of this and they'd have to, they could ignore it entirely. On the contrary, what, they'll, what the Yidin, the Chutzlaras, will realize is that because we're so far and so low, so we're not even fitting to have our harvest bring this carbon, this will awaken within Yidin a tshuke to even work harder to come to this recognition that the Reishis Ksira belongs to Hashem. Those are the two approaches of the Chachmei Yisrael. So based on this, we could explain why, in fact, Rashi does bring it in this order, even though they really are equal, but Rashi first brings the Pshat B'chomesh V'seichem, that it's in all of your dwellings, and then the Pshat B'chomesh V'seichem means after you fully settled the land. Because the two approaches of the Chachmi Yisrael, one relates to the Guf and Nefshah Bahamas, and one relates to the Neshama. The first Pshat that Rashi brings, that we put, put the Isr of eating from the new foods until you bring the carbon, even for the Yidin Chutz Laretz, that's addressing the Guf and the Nefshah Bahamas that relies on food wants the food, and we tell him to wait until the carbon is brought. So that touches and awakens the Nefesh Bahamas to remember that everything belongs to Hashem. So the, the Reishis Ketzirah goes to the Kayin. The second shot, where the Yidin Chutzlaretz are not included at all, and that awakens a chukah where the Eden begin thinking to themselves how low they are, and they have a chukah to work harder to come closer, that evokes the feelings of the Neshama that has that shukah, the Ruach HaAdam HaElam HaMailam. That's the second step in the, in the Avedis Hashem. After you address your Guf and Nefesh Bahamas, you come to then awaken the feelings and the chukah of your Neshama. That's uh, the, the Seder of the two Pshatim in Rashi. The same also applies regarding the difference between these two Pshatim in Eretz Yisrael. Whether this mitzvah applies immediately when they came into Eretz Yisrael, according to the first Pshat, or the mitzvah applies only after they fully settled Eretz Yisrael, which took 14 years. So the difference between the two pshatim is based on the same point. If you're talking about the first pshat, which is there to affect the guf and the nefesh Bahamas by placing the iser of chadosh, so that's something which was relevant immediately, right at the beginning of Aveda, as soon as you come at Eretz Yisrael, even before you even fully settle into the kedusha of the land, the guf and the nefesh Bahamas has to immediately be addressed, and the iser of chadosh is relevant right away according to the first pshat. The second pshat, which is going on the second step, on a level higher, Awakening the Neshama, it's not only about the Isra of Chodesh, it's also about the carbon that's actually being brought. And it's about revealing the Kayach of the Neshama in that carbon that's being brought. According to the second shot, that mitzvah is only applied after there's a full Yerushavi Yeshiva, when you're fully settled in the Kedusha of Eretz HaKadosh, then you can bring out this Darge, the Neshama, that is connecting to the Eibishter and realizing the Reishis Ketzira, not only the Gof and the Nefesh Bahamas, but the Neshama as well.